Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling, and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. My name is Christopher O'Brien and I'm a certified G. I love Tai Chi. And you can't teach that. This right here, he's Garth Jackson. He's a daddy still. And you can't teach that. And you know who's not here? Rob Goodwin. We're sort of used to it. He's six foot one and you can't teach that. Ironically, he's a teacher. Bada boom, me and Garth in the room. Hey Garth, how you doing? (laughs) Oh man. That's brilliant. I should just leave these <laughs> podcasts forever. I I love doing these openings. So I keep having to think of them last minute because Rob keeps going. Oh, I'm I punched a puppy and I'm now in prison. Um, but but this week um he's in line because WWE have started selling you know those um that like wanking claw that Kurt Angle started wearing. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've started selling them, so Rob's actually not here because he's in line trying to get one. So that's why Rob isn't here. <clears throat> so it's just us two. So it's just us the sen- two. The sensible ones. The sensible ones who don't we, who don't need a wanking claw. Um, we're here for. <laughs> I love when it's just me and you, Gar. Um, <laughs> we're here to do the WrestleMania Classic, which is just going to be the wrestling classic. It's just the wrestling classic. We've just been doing WrestleMania theme because it's tis the season and, and all that good stuff um next week we're going to non-wrestlemania stuff which has really fucking opened up the gambit we'll be getting into that at the end of the podcast but uh, today we are covering jericho versus christian at wrestlemania 20 for some fucking reason guy for last wrestlemania one and you pick that um <laughs> kurt angle well. versus Shawn michaels and Triple H versus Daniel Bryan yes we've managed to go a wrestlemania retrospective without covering taker versus Shawn. <laughs> we can always go back we can like next year <laughs> next year yeah um we need to save some because because again i said in the chat earlier we could just keep doing wrestlemania stuff we'll end up doing fucking i don't know has heidenreich appeared at a mania it, it, has he appeared but i can't actually Probably remember lod 2000 or something <laughs> we'll be doing the fucking segment where hulk hogan saves eugene but um, <laughs> just jump into it before we fucking tangent, tangent again. Fucking mania this weekend. We shouldn't be spending more time than necessary on wrestling, considering oh. how much we have to watch. So, Garth, you pick the next one. You introduce it. So, this one is a feud between best friends who had been a tag team. Then <laughs> Chuck broke. Taylor and, and Trent Barretta. Well... <laughs> These were the precursor to the best friends. <laughs> These were the Canadian best friends. 
It is uh, Chris Jericho Y2J versus Christian from WrestleMania 20, 2004. WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. Um, no, it wasn't. That was 21, wasn't it? No, yeah, that was 21. 20 is oh, where yeah. it all begins. Again. That's all. Again, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like a fucking... It was like NXT TakeOver, the end, for some reason. I remember we were like, oh, shit, people think this is the end of NXT. Quickly. The end of the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But, um... <laughs> Fire well, whoever this, named this show. The story is so... Like... Shit. Of its time. Shit. Yeah, it's so cheesy. It's so... It's not cheesy. It's a bit misogynistic. Just a tad... Oh, massively, mis- Massively. Like, mis- was it, um... Russell Trish before you could nail Lita. Yeah, <laughs> which is basically... which. Considering who went on to nail Lita, it's a bit weird. But yeah. uh, like well, keeping it keeping it close to home, isn't it? <laughs> um, Are we still KFA brothers? Or <laughs> I don't know. Probably. There's going to be some fucking ten-year-old listening to that. This thinking, what are they referring to? Um... Well, just go and watch the YouTube promo video because um, <laughs> basically. Uh, Trish Stratus is caught in this love triangle with Christian and Chris Jericho. <laughs> and they're both after Chris Jericho. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> Fucking recently banned Chris, bad boy Chris Jericho. Uh, it's fu- it's a funny feud, but yeah, it is totally irking it's on. It's a filler feud. They, they definitely worked with more of the sums of their parts here, I will say. I think they just had a laugh with it. and like Trish was obviously all in on it, <laughs> but it was very much all in. See Vince's hands all over this, and and Lita, <laughs> of oh, Trish even. <laughs> A line, <laughs> but um, so going into it, it's. I mean, to be fair, it was like. Is it? The, I don't think it's the worst story on WrestleMania oh, twenty. Not by a long shot. What is the worst story in WrestleMania twenty? The hand on oh, WrestleMania twenty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kane and Taker was pretty bad. I can't really remember, to be honest. Uh, but the, the Cruiserweight fucking Battle Royal was... Oh, Brock and Goldberg. There we go. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, the match where nobody cared. <laughs> Give me Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> man can do more of four minutes than he can of 20. Anyway, oh. so the match. But, um, Gaff. The match is good. I just wanted to mention how... On, on the lead up to this, on one of the sort of episodes, Christian has a match with Lita. Uh, I keep saying Lita. Oh, aye. With, Tri- with Trish. And he keeps saying, oh, I'm not, I'm not. I'll lay down for you and pin, you can pin me. And then he absolutely takes her fucking head off with the clothesline. Fucking what a heel. What a heel. But that's the moment where. Captain Whitebeater. He, he turns heel. Yeah. So, like, obviously it was, it was a good turn, but. Um, no. Straight into the match, it was. I would I would say this is one of the best matches on that card. Um, on the night, the triple threat, um, Angle versus um Eddie, um, versus Benoit, was it? Yeah, <laughs> we don't say his name. Um, yeah. we we need that WWE money. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably like the third best match in the card if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, yeah, but um. I think it was a good match, and you could tell straight off the bat that these two guys like knew each other and yeah. like working with each other. Well, they've other. been tagging with each other for a year. They were tag champions come exactly, Survivor yeah. Series time, weren't they? And because they were stiffing the shit out of each other for a start, like some of those slaps. This from... is going to be a theme tonight. <laughs> yeah, some of those slaps from Jericho are unreal. 
Oh, yeah, um, fucking... Christian this... has the best laps. <clears throat> this was prime Jericho as well. Mm. <laughs> no. Like, this is when he. This is when he had he'd done his stuff in like he'd, he'd done the cruiserweight stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he was told to stop doing the cruise, cruiserweight stuff when he moved to WWE. Yeah. And this is where he starts getting back into doing some. Okay, this stuff. is when he was starting to hit a stride again. It's a shame he was gone again, and because from like here until um, he was feuding with Cena, he was sort of that boring babyface, mm, which he was trying to not be, but then he was. But this is the one where he started pulling out like the um, like the triangle sort of drop kicks and mm-hmm. over the rope dives. He, he was coming. starting to his move set was getting better, but his character has never been worse aside from maybe oh. like 2014. Hey, look, I'm the killed out of WWE Jericho. <laughs> it, th- this is when he was doing the period and just kept going there. Come on, baby! Come on, baby! <laughs> just fucking when he returned up the rumble for chanting, "You still got it," and he's like, "I never lost it, baby." <laughs> See, that's good. I like that. Um, just no, a I dad, Garth's ideal gimmick. Well, you know, keep keep with our own. Um, <laughs> I just enjoyed the match. I think it was just it wasn't there was nothing spectacular in it. There was no high spots or big bumps or no. They really they worked. We just worked their match. Yeah, and the story was good, and um, I just like, I don't know, just the way they were sort of not letting the other one get the upper hand each time. They would mm-hmm. reverse something, or they would slip out of a move. Um, and Jericho was doing stuff that I forgot that he even did, where he did like the um, like the double arm suplex and stuff like that. Oh, aye. Um, and that lifting DDT by Christian was pretty brutal. The Impaler. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that move. <laughs> it is a great move. It's a shame they have it on one of the least over people in the company right now. Mm. Hashtag rip. Probably rude. Fucking <laughs> his shirt was £10 when I went to a ha- live show. That's bad. <laughs> Where the fucking the normal tour shirt's fucking 40 quid. It's <laughs> terrible. But um, that was a good, like, it's a good match. It's sort of, the floor's good. Um, and then when obviously Trish comes down, mm. you sort of you're expecting. See, I, I remember at the time watching it and thinking, "Oh, Trish has come down to sort of help Jericho. She's going to distract Christian or something like mm. that." But she just gets in the ring. She gets hit. <laughs> Christian um, Jericho goes over to help, and she proper smashes him in the eye socket with her elbow. Which <laughs> is class. Wow. And then. Um, Obviously, Christian gets the roll-up for the win. Uh, yeah, it was, not, it was fun. Um, we're not finished there, though. Yeah. Because there's afters, which... Smellness, deception. Gets a bit, creep, uh, gets a bit, uh, a bit creepy. Um, <laughs> because you had all this stuff leading up. This, this is one thing that, I, at the time, I thought, this is a bit stupid. Christian's literally almost knocked her head off at one point. <laughs> Maybe He's, she likes that. Well... Uh, she seemed to really but, like it when he pulled her hair. True, true. Um. Obviously, Jericho is incensed. Christian's outside the ring, sort of laughing, and then Trish just blanks like, him. See, if this has been booked now, it would have been a low blow. Yeah, but she just leathered him with some fucking slaps. <laughs> to be fair, I think we've been poetic justice because fucking Jericho bollocksed um Michaels the year before, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that as well. This is the um, HBK. So, 
obviously it turns out Trish is on side with Christian. Um, Christian gets his unprettier, although I don't think they're calling it that. No, I don't think yeah. they had a name for it yet, because <laughs> no. I think it was still new at that point. Um, I like that move as well, even though it's so convoluted to get on. It's a bit convoluted. Um, problem is it's convoluted enough to be... Um, to fuck up, but not quite convoluted. It's not like a vertebrae breaker where, like, at least the end result is the dude's getting dropped on his head. It's basically a yeah. pedigree bump the dude's taken, so... I mean, it's... Uh, it's it looks cool. I've, I've always thought it's a type of finisher that you would never, ever have as a transitional. No. Which is good. No, I guess so. Like, it's not a super kick, it's not a tombstone, but... Also, at the same time, there's not much impact. But then again, it doesn't really matter about like the real life application of a finisher. But no, basically, no. what you need it need is for it, the dude to be over and for people to pop when he hits it. That's all you need. Yeah, that's a decent move. But um... Juice Robinson does it better. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved about um... Have you seen Neil Rush's um, take on the imprint yet? Yeah. No, no. He like does it and then he like spins them out. Nice. It's actually really cool. I haven't really seen much of his stuff, to be honest. Oh, you should watch Leo Rush. I say that. I don't know if you'll like him. but <laughs> Very spot. I'll try it. Very um, spotty. I love uh, the pause here before he hits the move. Mm-hmm. Christian, he just sort of stops and looks. Just that little bit longer. <laughs> and you can hear the crowd get sort of really pissed off. Then he hits it. Yeah. I just like... I, I love stuff. I, they're the little things that people... You, you don't notice it's happening, but... It, it works. Yeah, when you're watching it after the fact for the, for the sake of being smarky on a podcast, you notice yeah. it and it's great. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but no, just a, just a fun match, good match. Yeah, um, I, I agree. There's not many, there's not much I remember. Um, I didn't take extensive notes for it. Um, like, I, they both hit their spots. So there's no botches. I can't I can't say it's amazing, but it's good. Like, no, it's, I'd, it's, I'd give it a six. I'll give it a seven. No, it's your just, match. I'll let you. I was more invested in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's way past the point of me being able to be invested in it. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you, I'll concede on this one. I will give it a seven. Cool. <laughs> so, um, how's the red stripe, Garth? <laughs> um, um, I'm off that. It's too late for that now. <laughs> the pyramid will never be made. No, no. Um, this still time. There's still time, god damn it. Um next on to a fucking an actual amazing match of HBK versus Kurt Angle. Now the story with this, it's fucking the last one was a somewhat convoluted story. Oh, this yeah. one is such a perfect example of simple storytelling being done um being bo- boosted by the charisma of both people because it's basically, hey, I'm the best on SmackDown who's not a champion. You're the best on Raw who's not a champion. Let's fight. Fight. And then, like, Kurt Angle going, the fact that when I was winning a medal, people were talking about you winning a fucking ti- um, world title. Disgust me. Great yeah, stuff. Pl- playing really on the simple idea. narrative. And also then, um, Kurt Angle in the weeks leading up to this, doing all the things um, that HBK's known for. Like, he did a ladder match. He um, beat Marty Jannetty. Into an inch of his life, he uh, came out with fucking Sherry Martel and did Sexy Kurt, which Garth will now perform for you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, and then he put Queen Sherry in the ankle. Yeah, it's like he he, did, he came out with Sherry and then beat the piss out of it. Uh, <laughs> this is like Kurt at his most sadistic in WWE. Like this is very close to TNA Kurt. Yeah, it's 
which is TNA Kurt in terms of character, is best Kurt. So, um, apart from the whole, oh, you stole my wife, because that's just not. Yeah, that was uh, that was awkward. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to play the fucking Hardy Edge thing, but not quite as well. But yeah, this match is just—it's an advocate for simple storytelling, and oh, yeah. built up over a few months, and it all stemmed from Angle being annoyed that basically what happened: Angle gets eliminated from the Rumble by Shawn Michaels, and this makes him spiral into a hatred of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so it it works. This match is just. Amazing. Any spots you want to talk about, Gaff? Um, one thing I want to talk about is how much I hate <laughs> HBK's ring entrance attire. Oh, the chaps! It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> it's, uh, right, it's like he's come from some sort of okay. SNM party. Right, Gaff. This is the HBK I know. <laughs> so back off. I oh, lo- I love that shit. This is, I'm all awful. about it. It made him stand out. I used it's to dress, awful. when we were decorating for cooking Christmas, I'd take the fucking tints on, like, oh, I'm Shawn Michaels. It was so cool. Oh. <laughs> God. Fucking last the time he had in fucking SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. <laughs> the best SmackDown vs. Raw game. Actually, no, 2007. 2007's better. What do you think? Uh, SmackDown. Uh, it's SmackDown vs. Raw. Uh, to, be, to be honest, I think I've enjoyed them all. But to be fair, WWE games are consi- apart from 2K15 and 2K18, but also really good. I, can... the, I th- think the new one's the best one. Oh, 2K19, in fact, yeah. is probably my favourite WWE game. Not my favourite wrestling game, because as Garth knows, I'm a fucking Fire Pro nut. I have put so many hours into fi- <laughs> Fire Pro that <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. If I just fucking could Steam's actually open, if I just get it up here, I have put. Fucking 455 hours into Fire Pro Wrestling on the... Jesus on, Christ. And that's not including time on the PS4. Motherfucker, that's unbelievable. That's but, more than time than I've put in probably all year. <laughs> this isn't in a year, Garth. This isn't like for two years it's been out now. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and like, <laughs> just think how much time I have during the summer. <laughs> And anyway, so we've got we've got, we've run off topic. So this oh, match, we always do. just amazing. Like I I'm loved just... I loved at the start, Michael's trying to beat um, Angle at the same uh, his own game, and then getting frustrated and just started working sh- like Shawn Michaels. That's I mean that's the that's the first thing I got out of it was Michaels has adapted his style for Angle. His style to match Angle's style, and Angle mm. absolutely hates but it. But Angle hates getting... it, but then Sean, for one, he snaps and changes. Yeah, because where he keeps putting Angle in the headlock, mm-hmm. he keeps putting Angle and keep him on the mat and stuff, and, you... and Angle keeps like sort of hitting the mat in frustration. Yeah, and again, it's it's those little it's those things, little things where... that stops that makes it great as opposed to a Randy Orton match. And and props to Michael Cole on this, not Michael Cole, um, um, Jr. Jr. For he keeps mentioning it all yeah, the time. Yeah, fucking you remember when JR actually added to a match. <laughs> yeah. Was play by play. Yeah, and then um, actually King was a decent colour commentator on this, just going, you can't imagine how much this hurts. But like when Angle but when of course Sean snaps, goes for that crossbody on the table. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Like I'm talking to someone who struggles to get out of bed some mornings. Um not just be- because I'm horribly depressed, not because I have anything wrong with my body. Uh, the um, that's just Jesus Christ. How? Well, it, considering he just come back from like back surgery, like the year before or something. Yeah, 
No, that's like, the th- that's the fucking thing. And like, just Jar going, he's had fucking back surgery. And the bit where Kurt slams him into the ring post on his back. <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. I've n- I don't wince often. Like New Japan sort of takes away your ability to wince at WWE mm. matches. <laughs> no, fine, fucking Jesus. Nah. Like you know, they're fine. Like Shawn Michaels never had an injury after this. I don't think. Or, like, yeah, never had a serious injury, which is amazing, considering how the high work rate he'd work, even on Raw. And again, he stopped being part-time not long after this. Like, he'd start taking, yeah. like, six months off a year. He'd, like, six months off and then, like, a full six months after that. <laughs> um, but just, yeah, and then he gets back into the ring. Angle missing his moonsault. Ow. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he bounces. Um, like, and then, like, Angle started playing Sean at his game, like, the fucking big moves, and I just loved that's, this is the beauty of switching music when it was a protected finisher, that switching music out of nowhere, like, fucking Angle shouting, you're gonna tap out, you have to tap yeah. out, and then Sean just pushing him enough to, just enough to hit the switching music, and then not being well, able like to capitalise. Well, the, the fact that the teased switching music about two or three times and Angle kept yeah. catching it. Yeah, of oh, the fact that he kept catching it and then like Michaels is sort of, he's actually it's one of the best calls from Lawler when he hit him with the, oh no, that was in the next match, never mind. But um, <laughs> yeah, the fact that he kept catching it because Michaels is sort of in a dire situation of, okay, so this is the move that I have to use to beat him but he has the perfect counter to this move. Yeah. So, like, when, when he set up for it, it fucked him. But, like, when he could hit it out of nowhere, damn near won the match. And oh. then, that ankle lock sequence at the end. Well, you've got the, the super angle slam as well before that. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, John just going up for his own moonsault, just angle, running the fuck up and hitting him with the angle slam. He does that, like, f- at least, like, once or twice a year. This is the best example, because normally it's just yeah. for belly to belly, which, like, is technically harder to do. But at mm-hmm. the same time, the angle slam is his finish. Mm-hmm. So and it was just, just looked brutal. Oh, really man. good. Just like Michael's bu- bumps like a fucking boss. <laughs> um, and then just the ankle lock sequence. Oh yeah. my god! Just like again, the f- is something very few people can do is hold a submission for that long. And like That's what I... Michael's That's trying to get out of it. Like it was obvious that in his style, his, his style was not made for getting out of submissions. Yeah. So that like there's obvious ways to get out of it, and he just doesn't think of it because it's not in his style. Mm-hmm. So... And it's not like it is where, again, talk about like modern matchbooking is. He would, he would have edged his way to the rope. Yeah, no, but he tried or, to, and or, then Angle just pulled him back. Or he would have t- tapped quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Whereas this it kept you, it kept going and it kept going, and you thought he's gonna. Yeah, He's but get out nowadays we, get out. we don't have long submissions because MMA is sort of what people's perception. Because in MMA, you get locked in submission, you tap straight away, oh, or yeah. you're losing yeah. your arm type thing. Um, but but like to cap off like to this match, essentially, um, Michaels um, played Kurt at his own game and lost. Angle played Sean at his own game and lost. And then when Angle went back to his game, he won basically. Yeah. And the, the false finishes sort. Of- Kept yeah, the crowd really sort of and invested. we and we didn't kill any of the finishes. Like they kicked out of each other's finishes once, and then, once. and like you could play it off as adrenaline and just ooh, just great stuff. I can't think of many just, better mania matches. Just really, just like you say, simple but really, really well done story from two of the best story. workers ever. Yeah, I was when I was watching this, I was 
whenever I because whenever I watch HBK, for some reason it always reminds us of like Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I always think I would love to have seen. Because they both between... flop around on myself. Yeah, I'd love to have seen Angle and Mr. Perfect like when he was in his prime. Yeah, that would be... actually that Angle versus basically anyone. I'd take fucking Angle versus Carly. <laughs> well, Angle is one of the fucking best of all time, um, which will come up more. I'm sure he will come up more. Actually, these two will probably come up more than anyone else in wrestling classics, just because of how good they especially, are. Especially when I start doing TNA matches. <laughs> oh no, that's the thing. I want to show you um, Angle versus Nagata from New Japan because that's just amazing. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was amazing. What would you give it, Gaff? Oh, um, I give that eight out of ten. Eight. Yeah. Are you fucking insane? I'd give that a nine. Like it was only not it'd only be a ten if it was like biggest stakes. This was basically just bragging rights on the line. I think I don't know. I think I don't know. Maybe nine, but I'll let you have nine because it was good. It was well. I'd originally put eight point five, but I know we don't do 0.5. we don't we don't do point fives here. But then again, I always have to knock off a couple of points because it's HBK. Yeah. What? <laughs> Explain yourself. He screwed over Brett. <laughs> My favourite. We all know Brett <laughs> screwed Brett. <laughs> you fucking mark. How <laughs> did this never come up on the fucking car journey to Blackpool? Because I fucking love Michaels. I fucking love Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can, we'll have to fucking sell this in 2K19 once we've done here. <laughs> I'll play some civil <laughs> the Podmania uh, civil war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving this in line because you clearly have just bias in your heart. Um, so next up is we're going to sp- spend a lot of time on the fucking story here, Garth. I'm afraid. Yep. Um, tri- Triple H versus Brian Danielson. Uh, uh... Pulling that out. So like, really, this goes back right to Daniel Bryan's debut. Right? It won't go right back back. Um, this sort of plays off Brian's sort of history of Mania. He's not had a good history at Mania up to this point. Like his biggest success was winning a tag title match against Ziggler and Big E the year before. Wow! Like basically, when he got job, basically jobbed. Like he got squashed oh, yeah. by she- like Goldberg style squashed um, by Sheamus the year before, and it sort of set off people going, "Hey, you're fucking over Daniel Bryan." And then like we played along with his heel run. Um, he'd actually played against the yes, the yes stuff superbly, like in 2012 when he was feuding with Punk and all that. Um, but then like it just got bigger. Like he literally, he just kept gaining traction and gaining traction and gaining traction naturally, like most organic thing WWE had got since like Punk or Zack Ryder. You just forget, sort of. I mean, watching that video, you forget how fucking massive that. Yes, thing was. I know. Like this is the mo- this is the most invested I- invested I've ever been in WWE and really in wrestling was this Daniel Bryan storyline. Like, because this is just me like realizing um, what makes a good wrestler, what makes a bad wrestler. Like, sort of breaking the so- like you know that you always have that crossover period from like um, kids and then like oh wait no I'm a smart now. Like I was just oh, in yeah. that crossover period. I was starting watching NXT more. Oh, well, not NXT at that point. NXT sort of grew after this. Um, 
who was oh no it was NXT at this point yeah because Sami Zayn and Cesaro had their match um I was starting mm-hmm. to get into Ring of Honor and all that so I'm sort of mm-hmm. going into personal history so like I I see Danny I start seeing Danny Bryan oh yeah this is fucking amazing and then he was facing Cena at SummerSlam which is such an underrated fucking match oh yeah on such an underrated fucking SummerSlam and like Raw week to week during this Danny Bryan um story while well, frustrating <laughs> because they did clearly not want him there. Well, he was just not their guy. No, but inverted commas. That's the thing. Like they'll argue against it now, but like every interview ever, and including I think Daniel's book indicates he was not meant to be at Mania. Like literally, yeah. what happened? CM Punk left and fucking WWE panicked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what. That's basically the rumble happened. Punk left. Everything had to be rearranged because it was originally meant to be Punk against Triple H, which I'm sorry yeah. would have been a bit shy. <laughs> <laughs> and I. They don't. They don't like each other. They wouldn't have worked well. It would have had story. It would, no, it would have story. I'm like, I miss Punk every day just from his promo ability alone. But at the same time, it wouldn't. It, like we would have got Brian versus Sheamus yeah. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Anyway, so like they didn't want to be there. They put show in the fucking match at Mania. Started having Brian job out to the White family. Had Brian join the White White family. Didn't put him in the Rumble. Like, they didn't want him in there. And then he, and then they were like, they saw, so they probably saw, like, the numbers. Like, um, they saw, they were like, we just can't. They saw the crowd reaction against Batista and Orton. Um, and we were just like, we can't continue this. We need to put yeah. him in there. And we did. And um, going into this, that, that sort of brings us to where we are. It's, it's, again, it's a simple story of um, we don't want you here. We're going to put every obstacle. The Kofi Kingston story. It's Kofi Kingston. It's yeah. Kofi Kingston apart from with more build and just. And it was already made. He was a, he, he was already, already like a yeah. fan favorite. Absolutely. And um, fucking thought every time I'd see a yes, it's it's slightly sad um, seeing his comeback tour this year and not seeing the yeses nearly. As big as they were, yeah. Like half the arena will be yesing instead of, like every single person. Have you, you remember when he um got um escaped from Wyatt family? Yeah. And then like the whole fucking arena, and I still have goosebumps. And then here, where there was not a fucking person, and if they are, they're a cunt, not <laughs> yesing. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a bit like it has in the promo where there's like people in the ring and everything. Yeah, exactly. And that was just. I remember watching that thing and fucking hell, this is like, this is... Amazing. This is Stone Cold levels of over. Oh, yeah. It's it's not even like we were booking him like Stone Cold. He was a completely different character. He was a complete unique character. Well, it was, all of it was absolutely and utterly in opposition and in spite of what WWE wanted. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, man, like, in the same way you talk about, like, your era of wrestling, this is fucking my era of wrestling. This is fucking light high school when I was yeah. just fucking obsessed <laughs> and like I was so happy because fucking assholes in grand- in school would spoil Mania. Like I had the last two Mania spoiled, yeah. um, which to be fair was twenty eight and twenty nine. So really, fucking I don't care about the results of Cody Rhodes. So this is a fucking big show. But um, but this time I had a day off, and I was like, okay, I have my blue monster, my my light blue monster. I have my fucking pack of McCoys, fucking. Everyone's everyone's out and just gonna fucking lie back, watch WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I didn't. The network wasn't even here at the time. I was pirating it. Um, <laughs> thanks. What watch wrestling? Um, 
I still say thanks because fucking streaming services are expensive. Um, <laughs> do you think I'm paying for Dragon Gate World or whatever? <laughs> and <laughs> watch wrestling to AC. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so so that's the, that's the story. That's me gushing about the story. The entrances. Fucking hell. I've got that written down. I've just got um, Triple H entrance. Lols. <laughs> it's a fucking... This is basically... Oh it's, God. it's basically his Mania 22 watching entrance. That the, I remember watching that at the time. Like, I, watch, I was watching it with my, some of my mates, actually. And we all just, just laughing. Just, what <laughs> the fuck? To be fair, though, Steph comes out and... What the fuck looked, was she wearing? She looked hot as hell. What the fuck <laughs> was she wearing? This is when uh, this is when I would say this. This is prime Steph. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have fucking Garth secret designs there. <laughs> oh, I'm, I have no uh, <laughs> no secrets. Hide. No no secrets. No uh, hiding of me. Just Adm- desires. Admiration. Yeah. I have no secrets. Admiration. Just desires. Um, but. Yeah, but it's she's, a, a, she's a powerful woman. Is there a better Triple H entrance than this? Because I think this is personally amazing. I, I'm biased here, but I thought it was fucking dreadful. <laughs> no, we're not. It's not bad. It's just so. It's it's over the top, but like it makes so it whole... for for a, at his time character, it makes perfect sense. And then you've got a you've got three future WWE women's champions superstars in there. Yeah, three future women's champions just <laughs> just painted deep... gold. De-robing. The king. (laughs) Do you think he ever just brings that up? Just walks past Charlotte. It's okay. Remember when you undressed me. (laughs) She just walks over and goes, take me jacket off first. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, But yeah, this is before they got big. Like, at the time, the big NXT people were Paige and Emma. Like, these these three would... Alexa Bliss hadn't even um, debuted. She debuted in the tournament when Paige went up. Um, so like this is literally these by the end of the year, two of these women were the biggest things, and then Alexa Bliss was the biggest thing the next um three years after this or something. So, like yes, like fucking one of the women here is fucking headlining on Sunday, but and it's also going out of Andrade and Amos, which I'm sure makes a lot of people fucking jealous, including <laughs> myself. He's a fucking Beautiful man, and then you had Danny Bryan's entrance, which is just his entrance. But you, yeah, you, just it's, like, it's, it's like Triple H went like, right, if I'm jobbing, I am fucking coming out. I get everything I want. You hear me? You see those three promising prospects? They're undressing right. me. Yeah, but Donald, you just come out as normal. Yeah, <laughs> in your shirt. Um, but to be fair. Looking, again, we said it already, but about the people yesing. Oh my god! Oh, brilliant! It, it is, it is like a goosebumps thing. Yeah, absolutely. And just, oh my god! <laughs> uh, and then the match happened, which is an amazing fucking match. This is, this is. As you point out here, this is, there are shades of both Benoit at twenty and Brett at ten. Yeah, he has it's... to do double duty to get the title, like Brett at ten. And he has to um, win it in a triple threat like Benoit at yeah. Mania uh, twenty. It's like um, this is like you can tell Triple H has sort of decidedly upped his game in this mm-hmm. match. 
Absolutely. He was pulling out stuff I've never seen him do before and will never yeah. see him do again. Just just to keep up. Yeah, like t- this was a Ring of Honor match. <laughs> yeah. And um which is probably why I love it so much. Fucking um there's some great subversion of Brian's normal spots. Yeah. Like um he goes for the black flip, Triple H catches him in a fucking <laughs> German suplex and then Brian goes back, hits a beautiful German suplex. Brian here like the Liger dive. Mm-hmm. Nasty oh, yeah, yeah. fucking bump and like his selling of the shoulder. He never let up on the selling. Well, that's a thing, and a sort of Triple H worked it all the way through the mm-hmm. match. Exactly, and that's what keeps him interesting because he was working and he was work, and like the dive and the fucking punch from the dive. Was just... Triple H was doing such simple things, but that was so effective. Triple H gets so much shit, but he's so good. Well, he's. He's an old, like a proper old school. Yeah, like he was trained by Quick Killer Kowalski. So story, mm-hmm. story focused person in the ring, mm-hmm. just like Razor Ramon and those people. Like he's going, he's going. He doesn't need to go to Brian's level unless he's mm-hmm. facing Brian type thing. Yeah, which is fine because, like, as much as I love, say, um, all these NXT takeover like workweight classics, there are. They're not all that amazingly different in a lot of cases. Like Gagano Champa matches, they have their inherent stories, but at the same time, a lot of the same spots are hit. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just a great way of doing things. Um, fucking Triple H hitting Tiger suplexes. Yeah, I've got it written down. And that, um, the bloody clothesline that he gives him as well. Ooh, I always love, yeah, a, I always love a brutal clothesline. I love oh it. man, look, <laughs> it explains why I love Ishii. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just two drop kicks, and then like you see the bump Brian has taken of this match, and it's no surprise that he was out a month later. Mm-hmm. And um, just again, the near falls were perfectly used. Just yeah. um, Jerry kicks out, when he kicks out of the um, pedigree. pedigree, that Jerry Lawler literally... shouting, he's given him his best, and he can't beat him. Uh-huh. And it's literally, it's like. Such a millisecond before the three count in the crowd. <laughs> Brian is pops so perfect. Brian massively. is like the perfect worker. It's unbelievable. Um, just and then like the end where it's a flip out onto his feet, knee plus yeah. one, two, three. Just oh yeah. You're not gonna agree with me here, Gaff. Hmm? I give this a ten out of ten. Ever, no, not... the, uh, I'm, I'm biased. Yeah, I I am aware. But like there was no botches, the action was as exciting as you can get. The near falls were as well done as you can do them. There was amazing selling, amazing um, targeting of a limb, good use of a manager, and the best story within the last ten years. Wow, ten years! Ten, name a better story that they didn't fuck up in the last ten years. Um... NXT doesn't count. Well, I don't know. I don't exactly. think about that. <laughs> There's not a best because they spent the last five years trying to make Reigns a thing, and <laughs> that, to be fair, I... and then like five years, like maybe Punk, but they squandered that, and maybe um, like every other fire they got, they put out Took massively. Yeah, like a, so like a Rusev. This is the... <laughs> <laughs> this is the one fire they weren't able to put out. So I'm giving this a ten. I haven't gone ten. I know you haven't gone ten. Um, 
Do I give it nine? I'll give it a. Nah, I've got eight written down because as much as I love the match and love the storytelling, those it seemed it wasn't a long match. It was though. But it. If I quickly look this up, um, it was like thirty odd minutes. That's a long match in WWE. I know, but it felt longer, if you know what I mean. Like it didn't to me. This fucking flew by. I mean, it was a great match. Twenty-five but... minutes. Right. I thought for some reason I thought it was about thirty-eight, forty minutes. Um. I think I'm more used to long matches than you are. To I'll go. Fair. I'll go nine. We'll split it. <laughs> right. We'll go. We'll go for a nine. I I will not protest because <laughs> Rob does need to <laughs> give us eye. Oh fuck! We didn't get Rob's ratings. Um, let's just say Rob gave the first one a four, the second <laughs> one a one because his secret ma- his favorite match is secretly the Great Carly versus Santina Morella, and he gave this one a ten because he disagrees with me and thinks I'm the best mind in pro wrestling. Um, I thought you would have given this one a one because he thought it was really boring. Fight me, Gaff. Uh, <laughs> so that rounds up the mania portion of Wrestling Classic. To be we fair, have, uh, we'll have the um, results from the polls as well that we put out. Oh, fuck the polls. What's the result? Fan polls and um, the Michaels versus Angle match won by an absolute landslide. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I actually did vote Angle. I did vote them, uh, but I voted that before I had watched them. Uh, <laughs> just like in Log- my head, because I haven't logical. watched, I haven't watched any of these matches in quite a while. Um, in my head, I was like, "Oh, surely!" Like no one talks about Triple H versus Debray. Surely this is. I mean, no. Just upon reflection, it, it's it would be very close. I think maybe people didn't didn't vote for that one because it's Triple H. And it's quite recent. Oh, people have a horrible thing of not letting recent um, matches be considered among the greats. And this uh-huh. is like the best Mania opening of all time. Say Brett versus Owen and I'll fucking stab you. Brett versus Owen. Yeah, but it's, it's not, <laughs> this is better than Brett versus Owen. This has more emotion than no Brett versus Owen. I know Brett's your favourite. But no, you... it's not just that. That match has so much emotion. It's two brothers. So, fucking tw- that's mainly twenty five. Hardy versus Hardy. I didn't feel any fucking emotion there. Apparently because Matt was wearing tights. Why the fuck were you wearing tights, Matt? That's when he was going on slapping tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should use that for an intro one time. Um, <sighs> what what came second, Gaff? Um, it was the um, Christian Y2GM. <laughs> Right, audience. Only just. Audience. It was very close. Are you simple? Hey. Do you just... Are you the type, type of smarks who just see Triple H and think, oh, that can't be a great match? Up yours. Um, and, and, okay, so it's the end of the Mania section, uh-huh. now that I'm angry at my... I'm, I'm very lucky I'm not like... I'm just basically a guy who comes on and talks. Um, and not like the head of social media or whatever. But anyway, that's the end of the Mania... Bit. We've managed to skip a lot of classic Mania matches here, Gav, in favour for some not-so-classic ones. Yeah, but to be fair, I think we've tried to sort of dodge tr- the most obvious ones. Yeah, like, 
the other ones have been done. Like, no one talks... Apart with, except from, like, HBK versus Kurt. Like, no one talks about Triple H versus Brian. No one really talks about... Um, what did we do last week? Apart from Rock and Up, no one really talks about Roman and D-Bry. Rock. Yeah, just... To be fair, most of my picks were the ones that no one talks about. But <laughs> And mo- modern ones as well. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I tried to pick modern ones, because, like, I'm, I was trying to pick from when I was watching. With one exception, yeah. I think I picked... Yeah, because I, pick, I picked... um. Hart versus Austin, didn't I? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I look forward to next year's many of one where we'd probably be doing fucking for natural disasters versus Money Inc. Um, I'll watch that. <laughs> I'd watch. I'd watch. Do you Papa you just watch that well. on a fucking Sunday afternoon, Garth? I'd um, watch Papa Shango as well. <laughs> long live NXT Takeover. Um, who, what have you <laughs> picked for next week? I have picked because we're not doing WrestleMania. I know, but I should probably. Say, I did say it's the end of Mania, but like we're we're just doing whatever the fuck we want from now on. Apart from apparently there's a ban on fucking hour and a half. Well, not like hour long. Um, all Japan 1990s matches. Because <laughs> apparently, according to Gaff, I don't have the time. I need to look after my children. Selfish Gaff. <laughs> well, you know, they can fend for themselves, Gaff. The only the only last like that long like sitting. You know, I've got to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you sitting down watching fucking Masawa vs. Kawada. And, and your kid's just going, I don't know what's going on, Daddy. And you're like, don't worry, me neither. Take a note, shush. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, child. So what do you went for, Gav? I've gone for Kurt Angle vs. Sting, TNA, Bountiful Glory, 2007. <sighs> It's, one of, it's not. It's not even I, that good, Gaff. Say it now. This is one of Sting's best ever matches. Now, how many fucking good Sting matches are there? Hey, in the nineties, Sting had loads of good. In matches. In the early nineties, with fucking Ric Flair, fucking no, Lex Luger's had great matches he, with Ric when Flair. He was doing his, when he was doing like his um, crow gimmick and stuff, he had quite no, a lot no, of good matches. No, he didn't. <laughs> they were good. See, apart from like with DDP or something. He did have some good ones. <laughs> oh, we're gonna fucking fight next week, Gaff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where where we're putting this in. Oh, we're going to fit this in next week. But oh, well. Um, Rob has went with Flair versus Steamboat 1 from... What the fuck was it called? Um, Shytown Rumble. That's a shite yep. name. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but Flair versus Steamboat 1. I think that's one. No, it was two other... Actually, didn't all of them get five stars? Probably. From Meltzer. Because they were both class at the time. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've not actually ever watched Flair versus Steamboat, so this would be... Well, this one I've seen the two out of three fours. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really worried this doesn't hold up because <laughs> I remember um everyone talking about um Steamboat and Macho Man and yes that is amazing but like from my like at the time modern sensibilities it didn't hold up. Yeah, I think it's because the spots they were doing at the time had never really been. Popularized. It's very hard to put yourself back. Um, as... Like flat, like flying crossbody from um, Steamboat, Steamboat was yeah. fucking mind blowing at the time. <laughs> yeah, so um, okay, I probably won't shit on it as much as I do fucking Hogan. But <laughs> I'm actually I'm, wearing a Hulk Hogan shirt t- today because I got it for two pounds. I can't wait to do Hulk Hogan versus somebody at like Bash at the Beach or something. We are not <laughs> doing <Luger>. fucking <laughs> mid nineties WCW Hulk Hogan gaff. Right, if we're banning fucking old Japan for the nineties sixty minutes, we are banning anything with Hulk Hogan from the middle of WCW. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Um, and... 
So what, what are you going for? I'm going for... I'm, I'm going to try and bring some class to these two. Um, Liger versus the great Sasuke at the Super J Cup in 1994, which is a very simple thing to understand as a tournament. Boom. Just, I, th- I thought I'd start one, um, you off on a Japanese one, but it doesn't have much story behind it, so you don't need to worry about it. Um, but yeah, that's it. I've been Chris. Chris, find me at CandyChris97. Rob isn't here to, like, he has fucking at real god Rob Goodwin as his fucking Twitter name. Like, fucking, <laughs> but, like, like he's scared they're going to mistake him for another fucking Rob Goodwin. Uh, <laughs> Who comes across him and just goes, oh shit, this is for real cop. Rob Goodwin. Wrong one. Fucking who's impersonating him? Uh, <laughs> I'm really hoping. find me at Gothamania. Yeah, at Gothamania. Um, are you, is that for death or not? Or are you just keeping it for the season? Um, I will keep it for now. I'm, I'll probably change it at some point. Um, and just, keep it, just keeping it topical. <laughs> um, and you can find us at... Um, at real, it'd be totally at the beginning. I don't, I don't memorize this shit. Um, fucking give me more heads up, Rob, if you want me to memorize this shit. Uh, um, you can find us on like, like Podbean. That's one. Yeah. Castbox. Podbean, Stitcher. Castbox, Spotify. Oh yeah, Spotify. One fucking. We accidentally ended up on Spotify. It's yeah. amazing. Somehow um, we end up on there. Um, Heart, Heart FM. And you can find us on Facebook. Yeah, just got, search for Podmania. You can find us on Twitter. Probably also search Twitter. for Podmania. Um, Instagram. What? Also search Podmania. Do any? Do we actually post much on Instagram? I don't follow us. Uh, I don't follow us on Instagram, which is probably not a good thing. I don't do Instagram, so I don't know. I follow. That's thing. I follow both because you, you do have one. I'm pretty sure I follow you on there. You just never do anything with it. And I think, yeah, I think I set it up about five years ago or something. And <laughs> I follow Rob on there, like, but I don't follow Podmania. I should probably do that. Um. <laughs> You can log in and you can post some pictures. <laughs> no, but I'd require him putting his thing. Oh, no, he has put his thing control of the... Oh, we need to talk about that, because I also need to get my fucking fibro stuff up. Um, and... Okay, yeah, that, that's actually fucking it. I, this is a really anticlimactic <laughs> ending. Keep an eye out for our um, WrestleMania reviews coming up. Yeah, um, my Ligon list, when Rob eventually puts it up. It's been done for two weeks now. Um, and there's one more. Oh, the Simon Miller interview. Go check that out. Really fun. Really good guy. Um, yeah. If you want to be interviewed, please I please DM us or, I don't know, match me on Tinder. Okay. <laughs> you can find also me on Tinder at my face. Hey, oh. <laughs> I'm a lonely man, Garth. Okay. Good night, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs> You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Podmania.